Hello everyone, my name is Raquel. And I'm Stu, and together we make up the Fit Together podcast. Yes, and we're back. Welcome to episode 13. And in this episode, we'd like to start fights with each and every one of our listeners. Raquel, no we don't. We could, but no, we're not. I'll explain later, but we're happy to be back, happy to hang out with our listeners. Let's start off by checking in. Babe, how was your week? It was interesting. It got interesting towards the end of the week. The beginning of the week was good. I had an observation. My assistant principal came in and did a observation. It went really well. I got a good evaluation, so that was cool. Working out went well. The week was going well. And then the whole coronavirus thing kind of really ramped up all of a sudden. And today, the governor announced that schools are closed for the next three weeks. So I will not be going to work for the next three weeks. And after that is spring break. Spring break's going on as planned, so I won't be back to work until April 14th. Crazy. What about you? How was your week? I had the regular meetings, but my meetings are more interesting than usual. So that was good. Nala had to go to the vet today. So she has Nala's her cat. (laughs) Nala has the cone on her head (laughs) and she has um she has allergies. She she's highly allergic. Um and so she ha- she had fleas, and so they gave me, like, the super strong flea medicine to go on her. And then now she has um, steroids and then antibiotics. So she's going to be drugged up for a little bit, and I have to figure out how to administer those to her. So that'll be fun. But um, my week was good. My week went really well, I would say, so far. Um, other than, like you said, the coronavirus, I guess that's another thing that happened is... Um, I'll be out until March 27th. Working remotely, right? Working remotely, yes. I guess since the last podcast, what have we been up to? We did a lot, actually. We went to Yellow Springs on Sunday. We went with my sister. That was nice. It was really nice. Relaxing. It was a nice day. It was a day. beautiful day. It was sunny. It was a little little chilly in the in the woods when we were hiking i but think a, a jacket couldn't yeah, help like yeah, it yeah. was nice once it you was had the jacket awesome on. yeah once you started hiking warmed up it, yeah the sun it felt awesome it was good to be outside good to be getting some fresh air and be with you and my sister got to see the waterfalls yeah <laughs> if anyone in ohio has never been to yellow springs highly recommend it it's a really cool little like hippie town but then also lots of good trails, some cool little waterfalls to see. It's just a really cool day trip. Last week, we had a date night at the Funny Bone. That was your idea. That was really cool. It was fun. I liked it. And we Stand liked all comedy. the comedians. We've So that's something we do every once in a while is we go to comedy clubs. Sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes they're really good. Other times they're hit or miss. This one was a really good one. It was a lot of good jokes and... It was funny. Agreed. Something else we did is we flew kites, and you actually bought some kites and gave them to your coworker who has kids. Yeah, so Stu had the idea of flying kites, and our kites didn't actually, it didn't work. Oh, no, we didn't have the string, 
And so we had to find some kites. So we ended up going to the dollar store and then we tried to fly kites. It wasn't the best wind, I would say, for flying kites. But then I told my coworker that we were flying kites and we were kind of joking, but he has like really young kids and they've never flown kites before. And so I went to the dollar store and got them, <laughs> got them some kites. That and was I was, really I was like, yeah, like I didn't want you to have an excuse on a windy day. You should go out and fly kites for the first time with your kids. That's awesome. Um, that was cool. Oh, one of my close friends, Teresa, which we told the story about Teresa because we met um, when I was out with Teresa. She said yes to the dress. So she's getting married, and I got to see her try on the dress that That's she exciting. decided on. So that was cool. Very cool. We already touched on it a little bit. It really affected our week, though. The coronavirus came out of nowhere, and now... You're working remotely, and I'm supposed to be doing, like, online lesson Yeah, that stuff just traveled, you know, started in China, traveled, Italy's locked down now, like, certain places in the U.S. are just, like, shut down, you know, California, uh, uh, Santa Clara County shut down. Yeah, crazy. Oh, um, we couldn't go to the Arnold Classic because of the coronavirus. However, we streamed the Arnold Classic finals live on YouTube. It was and really cool. That we showed were, up we were really well. Yeah. Then when we go to the Arnold, we sit way far back. The, I have a big screen the, the TV. The stream and was so. right there. We could see him. It was cool. It worked out well. Yeah, I was like, oh, this might change up the, tra- the tradition a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Save us some money, not have to spend the night, just go up for the expo. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was awesome. Um all the people that put on the Arnold Classic, I'm sure it was a lot of work lot having of to go through that. Great job. <laughs> being flexible and making going, it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my coach actually plays a big part in that, so um yeah, great job. I think that wraps up our check in. Lots of stuff going on, just one week. Yeah, I agree. A lot of things. And I will say, in addition to these items, it was cool to hear from our listeners after the Don't Be a Jackass episode. We received some hilarious videos. It was actually really fun hearing from you all this past week. Yeah, it was. Some of those videos were crazy. That's also a good segue into our listener shout-outs. We had some good engagement from our listeners in response to that last episode entitled Don't Be a Jackass, where we talked about gym etiquette. We received mail from you all in our Instagram inbox with videos of funny gym goers. We really appreciate it. Yes, one of our listeners sent us a video of someone actually bringing in their own barbell into the gym. Talk about commitment. I don't know if that's commitment. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Like a legit... Barbell. Barbell. (laughs) An actual barbell. Thank you for your continued listenership. Babes, we no longer have four listeners. We have 11. A whopping 11, huh? The last time we mentioned the number of listeners, I think you said it would double. And you spoke it into existence. You said it was going to be eight. Now, it's 11. How does that make you feel? I wanted eight because it's my favorite number. I would have been happy if it stayed at eight for a bit, but now I'd like at least one more listener to make it an even number. I'd be okay if we had about like 16 listeners for a while. 
You like even numbers, huh? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Let's give the listeners some shout outs. I'd like to shout out our listeners who like plants and gardening. That makes sense because you love plants. I'd like to shout out our listeners who are training for the Cincinnati Flying Pig in May. Shout out to all the listeners that meal prep every week. Shout out to our listeners who sent us messages on Instagram this week. It was so fun to hear from you all. Yeah, it was. Those videos were funny. Keep them coming if you have more. I'd like to shout out our listeners who like hiking. That is probably because, like, we talked about going to Yellow Springs. Yeah, that was fun. Once again, I'd like to shout out our listeners that listen to us on the way to and from work. I'd like to shout out some listeners at my gym. There's a guy in particular at my gym that has been listening to it, and he has been updating me on it, so shout out to him. Oh, that's sweet. Shout out to our listeners who are getting ready to tie the knot soon. Like I said, my close friend Teresa is getting married, and we have a bunch of weddings to attend this year. So shout out to everyone getting married in 2020. Shout out to our listeners that have had babies recently. Oh, yeah. One, one of my best friends had a baby recently, and him and his wife came over. That was something else we did we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah, we did. We met baby Ethan. Yeah, so one of my best friends, him and his wife, had a baby, and we, all, we got to meet Ethan for the first time, and that was awesome. So shout out to people that have had newborns. He's so cute. Yes, that's a good one. That was a good one. Okay, I'm sure there are people we missed, but we still appreciate you. If you want a shout-out, let us know by contacting us on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. Okay, let's get into it. What inspired this podcast? And Raquel, why do you want to pick fights with everybody? <laughs> I want to pick fights with everyone because I'm strong and I like to watch fighting. <laughs> that is a fact. You do like watching fighting. It's actually an interesting fact about you, and something that surprises me, honestly. I don't think many people know that about you. You love going and watching the fights. I do. <laughs> we went to the big McGregor fight. To, we went to B-dubs and watched that one. Yeah, we did. I think I try to deny that I like watching fighting, but I get so pumped. I typically do a bunch of research before tuning into a fight. I like to get to know each of the fighters. It's really enjoyable for me. <laughs> I can't really explain it. Shout out to anyone else who likes mixed martial arts like I do. Um, side note. But um, that's not the type of fighting that this episode's about. For this podcast episode, I want to talk about arguments. That's good. I'm glad it's that type of fighting. <laughs> and I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate, but the inspiration for this topic is our past. In the start of our relationship, we had a bunch of arguments. At a point in time, I don't know if we could go like three days without a blow-up. I would agree with that. We had a lot of arguments about lots of different things. And I really, I don't think three days is an exaggeration. I, it might have not even been that, to be honest. Yeah. This topic of arguments hits close to home for Stu and I because we lived it and it wasn't fun. Some of the things we're about to share are sensitive to us because they bring up rough memories. When I showed Stu the bullet notes for this episode, he seemed a tad distressed because the items stir up emotions. 
When we argue with our partners, it's easy to feel discouraged, especially if it's constantly. It can feel overwhelming. Depending on your perspective, actually several of the items that we'll be discussing from our past may be deemed as deal breakers. Commonly, people come to terms with these types of showstoppers and then they go their separate ways. And that's fine. But we decided to increase our communication and understanding to find common ground. With each of our arguments, our aim was to do that. Not to necessarily change each other's mind, but to work together for a common good. Yeah, that was well said. And when we talk about the subjects we're going to discuss that we had different opinions on, people will probably say, oh, wow, yeah, I would think of those as a showstopper or a deal breaker. But like you said, we stuck with it and we continue to try to work together. I agree. Let's start out by talking about those early days of fighting. (laughs) Let's discuss our disagreements in those rough, trying times. Why was it like that? Why did we argue? What did it feel like? Why wasn't it productive? And how did we shift to become more productive? I think the first one, and a pretty major one, is routine versus being just spontaneous. I like to stick to a routine. Even in the summertime, I still, when I'm on summer break, I still try to stick to somewhat of a routine. Raquel, you're more flexible. You kind of like to do things at your own leisure. I would say a positive outcome of disagreeing about those things all the time is we have been able to understand each other's preferences and we work together by communicating. I would agree with that. That was a good summary. Uh, One of the other things that I could think of is around fitness, so specifically our workout schedules. You would literally work out, in my opinion, at the beginning, it seemed like every single day. And whereas I didn't even have a commitment to working out, I definitely wasn't working out. And so by the end of having, you know, these disagreements or this tension or and you would get, sacrifice. you would get like annoyed because you would want something that you would want to do and I would want to work out and you'd be like, ah, oh, but I would want to do that. And exactly. We would be have a fight about it. Yeah. So I would say in the end, the positive outcome of this disagreement was I was encouraged to work out. So now we both have our own workout schedules. Of course, you guys have heard that they're different if you've listened to our previous episodes So we have different styles of working out, but now I work out and I understand the importance that that it has to stew, you know, like for him and, and why he wants to work out. Good summary. Another one is meal prep. I always meal prep every week. It's either Saturday or Sunday. It depends on what's going on for the weekend, but I always meal prep every week. At the beginning, Raquel didn't meal prep at nope. all. She's just like, what's, I ate out, what's meal prep? What is that? <laughs> but as we got to know each other, as we started to communicate and try to understand each other more, Raquel had a better understanding of why I meal prep. And that actually encouraged her to meal prep. And we both meal prep, but very different ways. If you've listened to prior podcasts, you know we both have very different ways, but we do meal prep in our own way. The next one, this is a pretty touchy one. So as far as religion, I'm Christian. Uh, I think Stu would have identified earlier on as maybe agnostic or questioning. 
at first, I think Stu would have been like never caught like at a church or anything like that. And mm-hmm. for me, um, you know, I'm I'm like, oh, I'm following Jesus. And like <laughs> that's like awkward for Stu. Like, what the hell? Like, how am I? Gonna... So, anyways, I feel like by the end of it, it's like um, I guess there's never an end. But right now. I think what we've discovered is that we both have very common like moral standards. Exactly. And we have the way we want to live. The way life. we want to live and we also have commonalities when it comes to like some of our passions around justice for people and I think this all kind of builds into um like just like this the the belief core system. yeah the core belief system that we have and I think from getting to know each other in that way um, Stu has become more open to like, you know, even interacting with, you know, the, the ideas of like what I believe. Um, and so we both actually attend church together and I'd say we both enjoy the messages nowadays. Yeah. And so, um, so right now, you know, we're kind of going at our own pace. There's no pressure for any, you know, for any, anything, but just understanding that we both have strong, like, similar moral um, passions. Um, And so that's where we are with that one. Well said. Another one is adoption. I honestly never really thought about adoption. I didn't really have any idea about whether or not I was open to it. I had never really thought about it. And as Raquel and I started talking about it more, she that's something that she really wants to do she really wants to adopt and she has that desire to help someone and the more we talk about it the more i've realized where her desire is coming from and why she would like to do that and i i mean i'm open to adoption i just really never thought about it prior to her and i talking about it yeah well said the next one is a tricky one because we're still, it's still a work in progress for us. It's bedtime. <laughs> so Stu, um, I, I would say he likes to go to bed early, but, um, you know, generally I say 1030. 1030 or 11. 1030 or 11 p.m. I like to try to get like seven and a half, eight hours of sleep. And I'm more sporadic. I could be an intermittent sleeper. She'll, she'll go to bed maybe one <laughs> night at 3 a.m. and wake up at 7. And then the next night she'll literally crash at like 8, not, not exaggerating, 8 p.m. And then sleep till like 7. It's just, it's very sporadic. So I think you're accurate. Yeah, so so at least now I could say at first it was just more just challenging. Why the hell would that other person do that? We were both kind of looking at each other like that. And now it's like I think... I I I feel like we both kind of understand how each other operates. So I know Stu not only likes to go to sleep at a certain hour, but he's also a light sleeper. And then I think Stu understands that, like, you know, I like to have the flexibility. Um, if I can just wake up and, you know, do something that I've been thinking of and, and do it, I'd want to do it. We don't have a solution, but... Um, so this one, this one, I would say, still is like a disagreement that we're we're wondering how Trying is that to going through. to, yeah, how is this one going to pan out? And it is kind of stressful because I mean you have to sleep every day, <laughs> but I think work. Um, I <laughs> I definitely encourage us to be positive about it, <laughs> even if we yeah. don't know um, what we want to do. But yeah, this one's a, a struggle for us. It is. Well said, though you you said it well. Another one is work. We've talked about this before. I'm a PE teacher, 
at school, I'm Mr. Dapper. I do my job. I try to do it very well. I really try to promote fitness and eating healthy, and I really use my passion for fitness and eating healthy, and I really try to show the kids how important it is, and I try to get them excited about exercising, moving their body, being healthy, eating healthy food. But when I walk out that door, I'm not Mr. Dapper. I'm Stu. <laughs> I I give 110% at work. I do everything I can to make sure those kids are learning and make sure I'm passing my passion on to them. But when I leave that door, I am Stu. I am not Mr. Dapper. I don't take work home with me. Raquel is a little bit different. (laughs) She takes work home. She is highly ambitious at work as well. And... She's also ambitious outside of work. She takes it home and she works on it at home. And when we first got to know each other, when we first were, you know, learning about each other, I was like, this is whack. Like, it's <laughs> nine o'clock on a Wednesday night. Like, you're sitting here on your computer doing work. And it was just, we always had disagreements about it. I thought it was sexy, babe. No. <laughs> um, but now I'd say more of a work-life balance. Yeah, we have a more of a work-life balance. She... Still, She still works from home a little bit. She still takes some stuff home, but it's not near as much as it used to be. And I think she's understanding more why it bothered me. It, just because, I mean, I think life is meant to be lived. And she wasn't, it's not, I, I, I don't think she wasn't living her life before, but I felt like she was just always consumed with work. And I feel like now you're kind of more open to like, oh yeah, like I should enjoy myself and it's okay to enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think also that's another discussion for another day, but I think also prioritizing things that were most important to me. I don't think my priorities were exactly aligned with what I would have said, Um, so that also caused the shift. I think our personalities are also a thing that's different. Stu's more reserved. I'm an ambivert, so a mix between introvert and an extrovert. I think understanding our personalities also made us more comfortable and lowered tension levels. So like if I understand that, okay, Stu's just more reserved out, you know, with people that he doesn't know, then it makes me realize, okay, it's not that he doesn't like these people. It's just that he's trying to fill them out. And so that also kind of lowered um, some of our stress levels and like arguments. Speaking of being out and about. Yeah. (laughs) Dancing. I'm not a big dancer to begin with. I I'm just not not a big dancer. Never really have been. Raquel loves dancing. Oh yeah. And I remember you used to make fun of me when I, the very few times I would dance, you would like give me a hard time about I it. Did. So now I'm like, okay, fuck that. I'm not gonna dance at all around her because of what like, I've was said. Happening at I've the tried. I've said sorry. You have. Okay. So this one's a work in progress. So this one we're building trust on because. Try not to make fun so that he'll dance with me. Dance with me because I'm a dancing queen. Okay. Oh, community. I think that's one that for me is just like a very strong one. I don't even know how you feel really exactly, I guess. But for me, you know, I constantly am trying to build community through having people over, reaching out. It, It takes me longer to open up to people. I'm someone that's kind of going to, I'm going to, th- I like to say analyze people. I'm going to read people, I'm going to analyze them, and I'm going to determine if I think there's someone that I want in my circle. And if you're, if you're in my circle, I'll do a lot for you. I will 
be loyal. I will, you know, help you any way I can, but you have to earn my trust. And sometimes that takes a lot. Yeah. And mine's more not like a circle. It's like a blob that just anything can stick to. And I just want you to like, come, like stick to me and like come in to my presence and come in. <laughs> and so, you know, as I'm doing that and he's having his circle of trust, I'm like impeding on the circle of trust. So, <laughs> um, okay. The last one that we have here that we were going to say was try new things. I'm not against trying new things, but I tend to be in the comfort zone, not really go outside my comfort zone. I'm That's something I am trying to do more of. I'm trying to get outside my comfort zone and push myself in different ways. Raquel loves trying new things, and she's always trying to push the boundaries and do new things. So this is one that we're, we're still working on, but I will I will say I think I have been more willing to try new things and I've been more open to things. So I think this is one where we're coming closer together. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think I think it's a good push and pull there. As you can see, we have a lot of differences. At times, <laughs> to be honest, it made me feel like giving up. We listed like, what, eight or more things right there? Yeah, I cannot disagree with you there, but... Why do you think that we are where we are today? How did we become healthier and start to fit better together, even with these differences? <laughs> I see what you did there. It is all about being fit together. And I think we've just learned about each other and we, we have invested in each other. And because we've invested in each other, because we are trying to learn about each other, we have made a lot of progress. I agree. We both have heart. We're dedicated and determined. We, like you said, we're invested in one another, and we're resilient. Stubborn. We're, <laughs> we are stubborn. <laughs> we're not easily shaken, and I think we both have a realistic idea of the work that it takes to have a good relationship. We're both determined to stand the fitness test of what it takes to be fit together in our highly tested relationship. Highly tested. <laughs> in my opinion, it has been very re- rewarding. I agree. It has been very rewarding. It's not easy, though. It takes courage, vulnerability, understanding, patience, and a lot of empathy. You have to listen and humble yourself in order to make progress together. It's a ton of work. <laughs> I agree. Enough about us. What do you think are the most common reasons that people argue? Um I would say I'd say money. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I I would say listening. I think I think you know like one person wants to be heard, the other person feels like they're not being heard. Um I would say, like, interest. Like, you know, if one person wants to do something, the other person wants to do something different. Um, I'll say this. I don't, I don't know about lots of other people, but for me, I'll just say it because it's so prevalent to me, like like eating out versus trying to eat healthy. <laughs> and, yeah, what do you think? That's, those are mine. <laughs> I think not that many people <laughs> are going to say that. 
my gosh, do you want his little island of eating out? Meanwhile, everybody's just trying to have a date night. <laughs> um, I think, okay, I, I only one comes to mind, but I feel like once you have kids, I feel like they're just, that's just all the arguments on like parenting styles and stuff. Okay. But of course I found a list. It has of some of the top reasons that people argue. Um, so let me only pull that up. Um, all right. So we can just both kind of list off these top 10 reasons. Okay. And listeners, you can be guessing too as we go through. So, First one, sex. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean. Okay. The second one is what you said, money. That makes sense as well. Oh, the next one is one you said. Kids. Kids. And the fourth one is timing. So it's really talking about like milestones in their relationships. When to get married, that type of thing. When did, yeah. Number five. Oh, this, I, quality time. You called that one. I did. Quality time. Okay. And number six is romance. Huh. I wonder what, like, sex, romance kind of go hand in hand, I feel like. It says, it says they might get, like, they might get frustrated about, like, not going on dates or being surprised. So I feel like sex is, like, the action, but then, like, romance romance is, like, yeah, like, when you got me the flower. (laughs) Stu, (laughs) listen, Stu. Next one (laughs) is chores. Stu's, like, like like moving on. Say it again, sorry. I feel like that's more when you're married. Like, you didn't take out the trash. Right. You yeah, didn't do the dishes. I, you just left the dishes piled Chores, up. yeah. All right, number eight is pet peeves. That makes sense. It does. Okay. Next one, I think this is another one more so, obviously, <laughs> when you're married. In-laws. Yeah, people always seem to say that. Oh, I should have guessed this one. Last one, number ten, is jealousy. Uh, yeah, that, I'm surprised that. neither of us guessed that. Yeah, one. I could have, I could have said that. Okay, that list was from an article in Bustle by Vanessa Marin. That's a good list. Yeah, that was a good list. I think people definitely argue about those things, especially chores i think once you're married again i think it's once you're married but i think like you hear people argue about that a lot like you know i asked you to clean out the garage and you didn't clean out the garage or you always leave your dirty clothes everywhere stuff you know things like that. that so next up is an article from times by carly Brait, and it's literally called this is the best way to fight with your partner according to psychologists <laughs> The article has six tips that we can go through. Let's do it. All right. Number one, be curious about your fight. They're saying encourage couples to pinpoint what the triggers are in this repetitive fight. So if you have a repetitive fight, try to find ways to compromise instead of allowing the conflict to erupt. Rather than following the same old script, notice that you fight when one person gets home and suggests a new way around that. That makes so, sense. So that makes sense. Be curious. What's going on here? Why does this keep happening? Number two, schedule a time for conflict. Hmm. And this one, it says, 
Despite having even the most open lines of communication, conflicts are still bound to happen. And it says when you do have a conflict, it's helpful to choose a time to talk through the problem. If you start to have a fight, pause and say, let's pick this up this evening or another time when there's time to discuss things. I've actually, we've done this. i definitely done this. Like if we have something that happens and it's high tension and like if there's a way to like kind of kind of simmer it in that moment coming back to it later on yeah it um, makes sense like, yeah take when your a breath, mind is like chill out ready. i feel like if you just keep fighting when you're in the heat of it that's just not gonna end well another way that this is applicable to even like work situations is during um, my bio design year what we would do is we do check-ins and we literally say like how are you doing and like what we meant by that is like how are you literally doing with mm-hmm. like the culture of our team and that was scheduled so we did that in a way to like have time to reflect so that it's not like you have to like bring up the conflict um, and, you know, kind of be aggressive. It was like a time, like you knew it was coming up and you could use that time because it was set aside for that. All right. So number three, call a timeout if you or your partner needs one. So during an argument, it's common for one or both of the partners to enter a fight or flight or freeze mode. Once you enter these modes, they may think you kind of feel like you're in danger and your stress hormones are activated. At that moment, you can simply not react at all and take a time out. So that's this, kind of This reminds me the book that I was reading, How to Win Friends and Influence People. One of the things that it said is just avoid arguments. Huh. It said the best way to win an argument is to avoid it. There you go. And I feel like there's kind of, there's an art to it. So, like, you're not saying you don't care. You're trying to uh, take precautions to basically kind of put it at ease. Like, it's okay to disagree, but you're not trying to, like, you know, like, headbutt something if it's not open to kind of understanding where you are at that point. Like, it's all about, I feel like it's all about understanding. Think of it as, like, we could do an analogy with sports. Basketball. I love basketball. When one team gets a huge lead or if they're really gaining momentum, basketball is a big game about a lot of momentum. Once you get momentum, you really start rolling. What's the other team do? They call a timeout. They try to gather themselves. Same thing. If you're having a fight and you can see it, it's just heading down the wrong way and you are gaining momentum, call a timeout. Say, hey, we need to chill. Yeah. Next one. Number four. Make requests instead of complaints. (laughs) That's a good one. It is. And it says fights often start with the same two words. You always. Rather than asking their partner to do something they'd like them to do, like cleaning up around the house, people jump and make accusations. You're not getting what you want because of how you're asking for it, he says. It's easier for people to ask their partner why they never do something than it is to simply request that they do it. This reminds me of the book too, the something else in the book. It, it said use a line, just a simple line. And the line was, I hate to trouble you. Will you help me with this? And just those simple lines, I hate to trouble you. The other person, their like guard is kind of let down mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, no, it's not a trouble. Like I'll help you. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it winds down to how you say something. So, you know, approaching that person with respect. So, like, if you're saying always, that's actually a trigger word for us. Like, I think, you know, when someone says all, always in an argument and we know that we're constantly... We didn't always do that. Well, yeah. And, well, <laughs> the reason I say that is because, like, we know that we've made a commitment to constantly improve. If we're always doing negative things, that's not true. And so it doesn't even, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate and it doesn't make me want to hear it because you're already kind of like starting off from like a negative place. Yep. So, so yeah, I think the whole request on, but like when you kind of bring up things from the past, that's what's happening when you say you always, or you never, um, that's just kind of putting shedding that kind of light like whereas when you're like oh could you know could i trouble you or that's different i don't know if people talk like that now so i'm trying to think of another way but like you know like just would you mind would you there you go thank you so that would that would lower that other person's guard so they can hear you all right what's the next one um so the next one is number five listen and ask your partner for clarification Oh, this one's really important. So, for example, asking, what makes you feel like I'm not listening? And then that kind of, like, allows the other person to really kind of clarify, like, you know, like, okay, you're doing this. That's what made me not feel like you're listening. Like, you're looking at your phone, for example. That was Stu's, I feel like, for me earlier on when i'd be on my phone i'm like i am listening to you yeah, yeah. that's a good, that's actually a good one i would like okay yeah you, you're listening to me you're sitting there on your phone so yeah i think you know when it time comes to like sit down and talk about conflict you know listening without interrupting is is huge active listening yes active listening is important just listening that's not really going to cut it active listening show and yes, you can show you're listening. Look the person in the eyes, you know, lean forward a little bit, be attentive to the person. Yeah, that's a good point. You're positioning your body. And then ask for clarification. If there's something you don't understand, and sometimes even things that you think you understand, um, because that, cause what they're saying and what they mean could be totally different. So, you know, Stu's asking me to listen, whereas really he's saying, look me in my eyes and like, you know, pay attention to me. Whereas I'm like, I'm listening to you, but I'm not looking at you. But that wasn't what he needed. He needed like me to actually give full attention, put down the phone. Um, but if I didn't ask for clarification, how would I know? Last one. Last one is number six. And number six, learn the right way to apologize to your partner. Just as people have different love languages, we've kind of hit on love languages a little bit in prior podcast. It says we have different apology languages too. It's not enough to recognize that you've hurt your loved one and you owe them an apology. You have to know and you have to know them well enough to tailor your apology to their needs. Some people want big gestures and some people want, I'm really sorry. I hurt your feelings. And I will take steps not to do it again. And this is a process that is figuring out what's meaningful to your partner. It's getting to know each other. It's trying to learn about one another so that you know what the other person appreciates. And it's really going to make them know that you are sorry. Okay. 
that's all we have, right, Raquel? Yep, those were the tips. I can recap that for our listeners. The tips for uncovering the magic of arguing. The magic of arguing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, why not? For your better arguing pleasures, take heed to following the the following steps. (laughs) All right. Just kidding. All right, so number one, be curious about your fights. Number two, schedule a time for conflict. Number three, call a timeout if you or your partner needs one. Number four, make requests instead of complaints. Number five, listen and ask your partner for clarification. Number six, learn the right way to apologize to your partner. Thanks for that, Raquel. Welcome. We hope you enjoyed our discussion, and we'd love to hear from you about how you apply these tips. If you want to share, tell us on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, and remember, fit together. Bye.